Regardless of uh, you know whatever what, whatever comparisons that we want to make, I, I basically ejaculated in my seat uh, when that happened. <laughs> so. <laughs> Good evening. Welcome to two maddening hours of horror and fright. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Children of the night, what music they make. Without being killed. I'm Kenny, the final girl. Open the door like you open your legs, you stinking groupie slut. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Shaun of the Dead. I think I wet my pants. <laughs> and this is The House That Screams. Tonight we are talking about the 2023 Evil Dead Rise film. We have Erica. Mommy's with the maggots now. Oh, damn, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> we have Nigo. Hail to the king because fuck this movie and that's such a better Evil Dead movie. So I'm showing my hand early, guys. Oh, <laughs> we have returning guest and family member Boomer. Stephanie will protect us, right? Especially from the terrible views of Nico. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got a war with. Here we Chloe. go. Shots fired. Gloves are off. We also have a new family member, Ren. Who's the worthless meat puppet now? so usually when we do new movies we don't do quotes but this was just you know why not and i decided to start this on a positive note as we know i have a a, an infamous story i've been telling for three years on this show when i met (laughs) bruce campbell at horror hound oh god i was still blonde had a purple streak going hair. it was many years ago seven eight years ago something like that and um I slimed him and it's just, you know, the story, everybody knows that story. So we got to see, we saw Evil Dead Rise on Sunday with some friends and Monday he was here in um, Indianapolis um, doing his Bruce Arama tour and he showed Army of Darkness, which was cool. I would have preferred Evil Dead too, but you know, I love Army of Darkness. We all know that. Um, and we were like third row. So we were like right there. And um, he does, uh, he did the last fan standing, which was super fun. 
Um, I placed 27th because one of the questions, the answer was wrong and he admitted that, but then they didn't fix it. So whatever I would have done better anyway. Um, so then he, right before he shows the film, he was doing like a Q and a, anybody wanted to ask questions and you know him being Bruce, he's kind of being obnoxious and we all love that about him. And he's, you know, you know, I'm like waving my hand around, you know, I've got like this kind of low cut dress on. He's like you. And I was like, <laughs> so Bruce. Um, what is evil, like army of darkness, like your favorite of the e evil dead films. And he's like, I hate these fucking movies. Are you kidding me? I hate <laughs> these fucking, movies. <laughs> fucking movies. It's all anybody ever wants to talk about, you know, <laughs> and he, he was like, so, you know, the question is, no, I don't like any of these movies. I'm like, but, but like evil dead too, though. I mean, I really, really love it. You have to like one more than the other. And he's like, are you wanting me to say that I like Evil Dead 2 the best? And I was like, <laughs> it would give me a lot of bragging rights and I could lord it over him, pointing to Sean. And he's like, okay, I like Evil Dead 2 the best. <laughs> and then I, and, and then I blew him a kiss and, you know, it was a really, he winked at me and it was cute. So I didn't claim him and it was very cute. Very wholesome. Thank you. Evil Dead 2 is his favorite. Yeah. And then I heard about it the rest of the night. So, you about the rest of your fucking life. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Campbell told me that because I wanted him to say it. So he did. And he but said it. It's still valid. It still counts. So, <laughs> to start off, because I know that this is going to be a really um, divisive. I don't know. I, people are not going to agree on this film. I already know that. So uh, I just wanted to start out with a little wholesome Bruce Campbell story. And uh, so we're going to launch into Evil Dead Rise. All right, Nico, you've got your hand up. Yep. Well, I mean, I was pretty vocal about this um, <laughs> the other day after I saw it. All I'm going to preface this by saying is, thank Christ, I got in for free to see this because my friend's the manager at the movie theater, and I didn't pay for this piece of shit. <laughs> I was so excited to watch this fucking movie, and... Even with the trailers, I was like, all right, like I'll bite, whatever. And oh my God, it was fucking bad. Like, honestly, it started off very strong. And I, I think if the beginning of the movie would have been the entire movie, that would have been a better film than what we got. You know, I'm, I'm not opposed to, you know, changing up certain things of, you know, established mythologies from, you know, prior films or whatever to try to, you know, make it fresh and, and, original and innovative but i don't i don't think it being in a high rise in california was the way to do this at all i i, I mean I, I get that they were trying to make it look like it's low budget roots with the first movie but they also try to bite off the second movie and heavy-handedly at that like when the pizza box said henrietta's pizza when they literally are screaming you know dead by dawn dead by dawn i'll swallow your soul get fucked <laughs> this 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 was I don't know this this seemed more like one of those like fan fan films you see on YouTube than it did an Evil Dead movie. It um it, it felt flat. The the, the gore was kind of cool. I mean, the only positive thing I can say about the, the the gore was cool, but again, it it tried to be like Terrifier two level gore, but it kind of failed. And I don't. That's just my opinion. My friends that I went with agreed. They were like this. I don't know, like the gore was decent, but like it just seemed like it was trying to be like Terrifier. Like the the, the cheese grater scene. It didn't do it. I wasn't cringy. I wasn't 
grossed out by it, none of it. I just, I don't know, it just felt kind of whatever. I did like Alyssa Sutherland in the film. I thought she was, you know, probably the strongest one in the movie. And the little girl that plays Cassie, is that her name? In the, mm-hmm. in the, I thought maybe that was the only bright spots. Everything else, this is, and I'm not trying to sound whatever when I say this, but this was 100% a white people in a horror movie situation making dumb fucking decisions <laughs> consistently through the entire fucking movie. The 2013 remake, which really it's really a spiritual sequel to the that, and I like that. I love that movie, actually. That's fucking far superior to this. That got it right. That understood what it was supposed to be. This didn't at all. It it just felt like a like a cheap cash grab. It was like a soulless and name only entry in this franchise. And and it I mean, I know people loved it, and I like actually lost somebody on Facebook over this shit. Somebody that Whoa. goes to the horror cons that I had to make that whole fucking post about this thing, but yeah, um, that <laughs> yeah, like they actually said I violently disagree with you. Violently. 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 They said violently. Wow. Matter, matter of fact, I I will I will fucking pull up the exact quote because everybody needs to know what the fuck this bitch said to me. <laughs> the only movie but, that makes me violent is Freddy versus Jason. And and even then, like it can't be like you know what I mean. I mean, then, then I went on the time and I was like, well, at this point, well, fuck it. Because Scream 6 came on on uh, on Paramount Plus and I shit all over that one. Like, fuck that mm-hmm. movie. You know I what I mean? I to watch that fucking movie. But again, to each their own. If you loved it, you loved it. If not, whatever. I I don't care. You know what I mean? I'm 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 not gonna I'm not gonna knock anybody on here that that liked it. I'm just trying to find that that quote from this chick just so you guys know like exactly what it was said. Um, where the hell is it? Oh, here it is. Okay, sorry guys. I don't, I don't mean to hold up everybody on this one, but it's like it was like too good to kind of pass up. That I actually had a friend like back me up one hundred percent on it, and then she was like basically like "fuck you too." Like you're wrong for for not wow. liking what I like. I don't but like it, people that I like that. Like you know, people like what they fucking like, and you just got to be okay with that. Well, that's why I made that mm-hmm. post where I, I kind of tagged everybody in here. Like even I was like, you know, sometimes me and Candy, like we agree for the most part, but a lot of times, like we butt heads on. Like when it comes to vampire movies, quite a few films, yes, <laughs> right, right. But at the end of the day, do do we not still conversate and are cool? Oh with yeah, each other? I still you know what I mean? Because it's it's just a matter of opinion, and you know, it's we're all entitled to our own. Oh, here it is. LOL with a bunch of question marks. I never, I have never disagreed so violently with a person before. I'm dot, dot, dot. Wow. Yeah. No. Gee. Exact quote. What the Violently. Violently. <laughs> I violently disagree with somebody over this. I even posted I hated, I hated fucking Megan too. I hated fucking Megan. And that I, was I went, I, at this point, I was like, fuck it. I'm going for the fucking trifecta. Like, all, all three of them that just came out that everybody fucking loves so much. I, I didn't like any of them. I hated so, Megan. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. Um, in the past, like, couple of years, Terrifier 2 and probably Psycho Gorman were the, probably two, the, the two best recent horror movies that have come out. It's Psycho Gorman. In the, in the past few years, honestly, there's nothing. I don't know if it's because we're older and I'm jaded, but half the what shit that comes out now, I don't like it. I'm not. It's just. It's just not my bag. And All I'm right. Shut I'll, up now. So somebody, I'll somebody, somebody, d- defend it. Defend it. Allow me to retort. <laughs> so 
I was really excited for this movie, like since they announced it and then the trailers came out and I was seeing movies just to go see this trailer on the big screen. Like I fucking love Evil Dead. My son's name is Ash. We, this is none, none of this is a surprise. I fucking love anything Evil Dead. The 2013, I was so very like expecting to be disappointed. And it was funny because it's so fucking gory. It's so balls to the wall. I said Alvarez like did a fucking amazing job. He got this, he updated the cinematography and that's an important mm -hmm. issue that I'm going to bring up. He updated the cinematography in the, the right way. You know, um, like when you look back at how, especially like maybe the, the first Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 were shot, um, you know, like cinematic wise, it, he updated that, but kept it loyal but then he did his own thing. The gore was over the top. I mean, it was just fun. I laughed. I had a great fucking time. I'm obsessed with that movie. So that led me, and you know, here it is 10 years later, but it led me to be like excited for this film for Evil Dead Rise. And you know, when the, when the credits rolled, I was, I just kind of was like, I don't really know how I feel. I wasn't upset. Did I enjoy it? Yes, I did. But I'm going to use my kid's term. Um, it was mid. Um, it, it could have been ballsier. Now, in, in my opinion, it felt like it was too safe um, at times, even though that the, the kids, because I thought, okay, the kids are not going to die. But kids fucking died. I mean, obviously, <laughs> we're going to put spoilers on this because we can't do non-spoilers. We're bad at that. So, um, so kids died. Uh, people died. They didn't come back. They didn't fix, you know, or anything like that. So that was ballsy. Um, the the tributes felt a little heavy handed, a little Easter eggs, maybe a little too hard. Like with the eyeball, even think about Evil Dead 2, but I, you know, mm -hmm. with the eyeball in the mouth and, and you know, with the scream and, and, you know, like that was, I mean, it was cool, I guess. Um, but it's like, I just wanted it to be gutsier. I would like it to have been a little bit more in vain with, 2013. Now that being said, I still liked it. Is it something that I'm going to buy on Blu-ray? Is it something that I'm going to, uh, he'll be lost. Nico, he'll come back. Is it something I'm going to buy on Blu-ray? No. Am, am I really going to watch it again? Maybe when it's streaming, but, um, I don't, I didn't, I wasn't moved and I wanted to be moved. I wanted to at least have had, I mean, it had good gore, but compared to 2013, because 2013 exists and it set such a high bar, I kind of was a little disappointed, but I did like it. I did like it. So it, that's it, another term not to cut you off. Like I saw people were using the term mid for this a lot, a lot, but also too, to, to kind of piggyback what you're saying, the, the, the 2013, that, that remake, un again, it understood the mythology that, that Raimi and it updated in the correct way, everything. Right. Fucking 10 movie right there. Right. I just, I wanted more gore. I wanted more risk. Um, I wanted something more that I didn't get. But like I said, I enjoyed it. I will not be rushing out to buy it. I will not have it on Blu ray playing in the background. I will not do that. I'm hoping since they're wanting to do more and since people are going to see this, and, and Bruce Campbell himself said um, on Monday, that you know this makes money we can do more like okay mm -hmm. so can we get fed alvarez back please i i would like that but um don't take this as like a bad like i hated it because i didn't hate it i really didn't 
So, uh, is he, isn't he doing something like pretty big right now too? Yeah, I but want him back. That's it. Kids, yeah, you know, and, and and because this, you know, 2013 was his first fucking movie. He was the music video director, and damn, did he knock it out of the park? But see, that's the thing. It's like, unfortunately, when you're doing something in a franchise, there will be comparisons, and because the the bar was was high, I think. I would have rated this. I would think of this higher if 2013 didn't exist. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with mid and um, let's <laughs> Am I the only one that wanted to see like a, a better shot of the cheese grater? Yeah, no, yeah that's, no. that's, that's one of my small complaints. Okay. Well, <laughs> you're feel free to go. Uh, all right. Sweet. Well then I'm, I'm the, uh, like the, I got an interesting perspective from the two of you is because I hate the 2013 remake. Um, I think it's forgettable. Um, I think it lost all the charm that makes the uh, Evil Dead series what it is because it was too too straightforward. Like you lost all the like playful energy, the uh, the Deadites shit talking. They all had personality. They didn't have any personalities other than Maya. Maya was a fucking phenomenal character. Um, but I think everyone else in that movie fucking sucked. Um, I did like the gore, the fucking slit in the tongue was cool as shit. The fucking one chick cutting her fucking arm off with the electric, uh, knife was cool. But like, that doesn't sell me on it. Like I can watch fucking gore movies whenever I want. Like I want evil dead to feel like an evil dead. And unlike you two, I think that this new one felt like an evil dead. I've been calling it like in, t- in talking to other people, I've been saying it's like the force awakens of the evil dead series. Because in the sense that it hits a lot of the same beats, it hits beats from one and two, much like the force awakens did, uh, like with the original trilogy, that's just my analogy. I know you guys are all star Wars nerds. You're probably being like, what the fuck is this guy saying? But I <laughs> well, think, as, 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 can I just say as a star Wars nerd, when you say something is the force awakens, that's not a good thing. Well, so I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I mean, the, the, the force oh, awakens got so much star more right than this yeah. did just but, saying, but my thing force is, awakens what, got way more right than this. What did. I think, I, you know. my, my comparison is, is that it hit a lot of the same beats. Watch what the force awakens did, but then it did its own thing. And I feel like that this movie hit all the beats that I wanted coming from being disappointed about 2013. I got the deadite personalities back. I got like that playful energy. It's like darkly funny. Um, and it also like now that we know that it's like, it's all about the books. It's the three books that it's now allowing it to go off in another direction. It can do what it wants. Now you can, you know, do your last Jedi, I guess, you know, whatever. But like, I, I, I left this movie being like, I got what I wanted. It's not the best. It's the, it's, you know, it's definitely below the original trilogy in my opinion. Um, but I loved it. I, I actually really liked it. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it's not going to be something that I'm going to run out and, you know, buy all like the, you know, extended editions and director's cuts and this, that, and the other thing. I did buy the score off Waxwork, but um, no, I, I really liked it. There's a lot that I liked. Um, my few complaints could be like something like the cheese grater scene probably could have been a little bit more detailed, like hang on to that just for like an extra like two seconds to show her like shredded calf. Right. Um, some of the, I, most of the movie is clearly practical, but there is obviously some like CG stuff. Some of the CG work was kind of wonky for me, mm-hmm. especially one of the things I did like about Fede Alvarez's version is that he was a hundred percent practical um, yeah. with, with the exception of that, like fire scene in the beginning. But like, um, so I was kind of like, ah, you took a step back in that, in that regard. But 
I thought Alyssa Sutherland was awesome. I liked the girl that played Beth. Cassie was, you know, Kathy was the, uh, or Cassie was the star of the show. The cat lived, so no one can complain about the cat dying. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I'm prepared to complain, and I'm like, oh. I just read I just read today that he in a, an early version of the script he possess, he possessed the cat like he there was mm. gonna be a dead eye cat but he was like everyone I like showed it to hated it so he's like I took it out <laughs> um, well I want to bring up something really quick grand while you're still talking I know you yeah. and I are in sort of like a fun little battle of uh, of wills uh between uh us versus Ian and Boomer yeah. Um, on whether 2013 <laughs> is better than the original Evil Dead, and you and I are original Evil Dead, and they're all like 2013. Now I love 2013, but no fucking original Evil Dead. Uh, absolutely, all day. I just yeah. I, well, I think I think a lot of what has to do with 2013 is it had a mountain to climb, and it didn't even hit like the the summit. Like the the first movie is my favorite movie of all time. So like, if you're gonna try to remake it, like you have a hard challenge ahead of you, and I don't think Fidel Alvarez hit it. I think he did it. I think he did a good job in, in like certain aspects. Um, like I like he made it. I don't want to talk about this movie too much, but I thought I like that he made it serious. I like that he made it like like an actual horror movie, like much like the first one. But like I just said, I think it lost all of its like charm. Like what made it it looked like they took some ideas from Evil Dead and then made another horror movie in my opinion. But this movie to me went back to the playful energy of two and and especially like Army of Darkness. Like I feel like it's more in lines with those two than it is the original Evil Dead in terms of like the the humor, the subtle humor. Well, not maybe not Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness is like fucking off the wall like, the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's but, like, like but, but, more, comedy. <laughs> yeah, but more but more like Evil Dead too. Like I laughed a lot. Like there was a lot of parts that made me laugh, and not because I thought it was cheesy, because I was like it, I thought it was like legitimately good dark humor. Um, mostly anything that like uh, Alyssa Sutherland says when she's once she's possessed. Like there's a lot like, of stuff. Like that- my opening quote with the your stinking groupie, you know, open your yeah. leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a to me there's like the one liners are back. Like I can't remember like any fucking lines from the the remake in my opinion. Like I mean she, some of the stuff that Mia says when she's like under the in the in the fruit cellar but like that's about it like there's like i don't know it's just to me this was far superior than the remake the remake like i forget a lot of it because i just don't care about watching it and i will definitely at least own the blu-ray version of evil dead rise and i'll watch it again not as much not nearly as frequently as the original three but to me this is like the worst of the best i guess hmm. okay uh floor is open Oh man. So yeah. Um, I have to preface this by saying like, I don't think there are any bad movies in this whole franchise. Uh, I feel like the quality is like good with all of them. They're all like different, especially in terms of the tone and like how humorous they are or are not. So like my uh, friend and I saw this on Monday and we both had a good time with it. Um, I, and like, I did not really see, I saw little to no humor in it personally. I just, I thought it was more in keeping with like the 2013 in terms of it just not being funny, or at least my friend and I did not think it was funny. Like even like the eyeball flyball scene was not done for humor in this. It was just like, ew, that's kind of gross. It was just a callback, but it did not have the tone of that gag at Evil Dead 2. Um I, I really did enjoy the like some of the performances, especially the the mom. You know, or she goes from being this caring mom to just being like, you know, the the evil, you know, 
uh, characters just tormenting her own kids. Like I, I liked her performance quite a lot. Um, I do kind of agree though. Like, I don't think that um, even though there was a lot of gore, it just didn't feel as intense as like the gore in the 2013 film for some reason. And I feel like that one also just had a much darker mood overall. Maybe some of that was just the visual style and the cinematography, but that just felt grim and oppressive. And like this, like, you know, it, it had like have that dark, creepy ambiance, but it it didn't really feel as oppressive. I don't think um, as the 2013 one did for some reason, but, but I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't view any of these films negatively and i would kind of have to rewatch this to even see how i would rank it compared to the other ones hey boomer i know you've seen this three times so i am dying to hear what you have to say i i have seen this movie four times now four times (laughs) yes so i like i'm sure a couple of of others here uh regard this franchise super super highly it's my favorite franchise of all time by far there. So when, when, if, you know, if I disagree with somebody, you know, over a point here and there and uh, Nico, I was just getting in the opening. I don't begrudge anybody their, their horror opinions. I'm not here to be the horror police. That was no, no, uh, you're good. <laughs> a complete joke, but <laughs> this is my second favorite movie in the franchise. Now uh, evil dead two is, is far and away my favorite horror movie of all time, not just uh, in this franchise, but this, this particular entry now is is my second favorite, and I'll I'll tell you why. I think conventionally the acting in this is the best that we have gotten in any of of the franchise. And I, I I'm not talking taking anything away from the the slapstick and the timing of Bruce Campbell that's immaculate and and amazing. But I'm just saying, as far as the entire cast is concerned, conventionally I think this has the best acting in the franchise. And I do agree that the the gore in this is not quite as impressive as as 2013, uh, but I didn't need it to be. It's still it's still really good. And I do find like I think like uh, it was John that was saying that there are comedic moments in this. And there were several times in this movie, whether it was because something was over the top, whether it was the the staff through the mouth that just had me cracking up for some reason. I don't know what it was about that, but I was just dying laughing during that part uh but there there are a number of things in here that that really really uh just had me rolling it, it, and i was having so much fun with it but not only was that i think it was fun but i thought the character dynamics and their relationships were the best that we've ever gotten in the franchise uh, i thought the the motivations uh of, of these characters were were the most sound that we've ever had and you want to talk about winks and nods and i understand that this had several but so did 2013 i mean we got the osmobile in 2013 mm-hmm. uh you know we got we got all kinds of things in 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 2013 uh, and talk about stupid characters we've had stupid <laughs> characters this entire franchise this is not the first movie it's and, almost necessary <laughs> yeah ash is stupid himself so he's a himbo i love him yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> it, exactly and one of the things that I can justify in this, as far as the stupid decisions that the characters were making, most of the dumb decisions were coming from the kids. And mm. I was a fucking idiot when I was a kid. So, you know, I can, oh, well. I can kind of understand that. I can, I can understand 13 or 14 year old me finding the book of the dead and being like, this is fucking cool as shit. What is this? You know, mm-hmm. and, and checking that out. And I, I liked how, 
even though yes, he was he, he was dumb, but once he started playing the recording, he tried to stop it. But you know, the evil was just like, "No, nah, fuck you, we're we're happening." So uh, I, I I get that that there are some dumb decisions, but I think that it's it's honestly more justified in in this one than it is in any other single one. And you know, we've already mentioned how amazing that Alyssa Sutherland is. Now I think that Beth, mm-hmm. even though I love Beth, I love love Beth. I think she's fucking awesome and well acted. And I, but I do think that she is probably the worst, not, not, I'll say the worst, the, the least, uh, good. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the way, <laughs> the least nice good way to fight. put it. Yeah. The, the least good. Yeah. I'm, I'm sounding real intelligent right now, but weakest, there we go. I think that she is the weakest <laughs> final girl that we get in the series, but not by much. And I'm including Ash in our final girls. But <laughs> he's the ultimate final girl. Exactly. But I also think that and I don't even think that it's an argument that Alyssa Sutherland is by far the best deadite that we have ever gotten on, on film. She is absolutely uh, amazing. She's she's funny. Uh, she is quippy. She is scary. Uh, and I, I love everything uh, about her performance and i I like the effects and you're right there are a couple of dodgy cgi moments but it's for just a couple of seconds because they did a really really good job of hiding those effects and most of the effects were practical and i know that we're going to get probably into this and all that but the lovecraftian creature that we got at the end of this because i'm also a huge uh lovecraft fan and lovecraft inspired fan and that shit that we got at the end i was fucking just jonesing uh i, I was jump in basically one second before i forget to say something i thought of it as, as more of like the creature at the end of frankenhooker um <laughs> it reminded me of Frank- or yeah. even slither yeah yeah, yeah. i can see that comparison yeah I'm, I'm right. sorry. <laughs> no, regardless of uh, you know whatever what, whatever comparisons that we want to make, I, I basically ejaculated in my seat uh, when that happened. <laughs> so I, I was super excited uh, about that, and I can uh, defend this movie, and I will defend this movie. But what I do also, but what, what I will say, like in closing, uh, they tell you never to say that, but in closing, I, <laughs> I'm excited about this discussion because. We seem to be on all different kinds of spectrums as far as our enjoyment of the film. So this is this is going to be fun. Yeah, um, you know, it, it's interesting because you know what I love about our discussions is like you guys. I, I think when we talk about them, sometimes you guys give me another perspective where I'm kind of rethinking, and I'm always changing my score as we go along. Like I have one written down, and I'm always like sort of like shaving a point, adding half a point. You know, and you guys already brought up some really interesting things that I didn't consider. And that's the cool thing about having a large panel is like you're, you're getting all these different things. And, you know, with this movie being so new, it's like, you know, I, I just saw it and I'm just kind of like already like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I do need to watch this again. And that and that just goes back to right when we started. I'm like, I'm not watching this again. Unless it's on stream. But like now I'm kind of like you're, you guys are making some strong points. <laughs> Now, I don't agree with all of them, of course, but it's just like maybe I was just I went into it wanting it to be Evil Dead 2013. Um, I just really loved that movie. I wanted it to be that. But what this movie does and the way that it's been explained by even Bruce Campbell himself is this is allowing more freedom and more experiences within the Evil Dead Mm -hmm. universe. 
And I am honestly, I, I love this show. And that's something we haven't brought into the conversation yet of Ash versus Evil Dead. Um, because that was, that was kind of a change as well. Like we knew what kind of person Ash was, but we really got to go into it on the star show. <laughs> Unfortunately, we didn't get a lot of, of seasons for that. And he's still fucking shitty about it. I think we all are a little, but um, but so that was also <laughs> yep. like another thing, but like, because, you know, we're not really bringing Ash into the mix. We've got to do something different. Alyssa Sutherland really did steal the show. I really, and when, what you said, Boomer, about her being the best dead, I, I don't know about that, but when I think about it, when you said it, it's got the most personality. She was definitely a leader. She had lots to say, and she did have that motivation like she was going to go in there and she's like, you know, like when she comes in and she's throwing the eggs in the skillet and she's like, I was having the most beautiful dream and we were all together, you know, because yeah. this is a mother, I'm a fucking mother. I'm a mom. My, I have a son named Ash. I mean, like, you know, I'm a mom and, but she's talking about like how much I loved you all. And I just wanted to kill you and climb inside your skin and live there. And I'm like, Oh shit. So adding the motherhood issue is something that <laughs> that I did really like about it. Because you know, usually it's the group of friends and the spamming again, uh cabin in the woods. And I do love that setting, but you know, have adding the motherhood issue, which was really a strong theme because we start out with Beth and she finds out she's pregnant. And then she goes to stay with her sister and her sister's got these kids and they're doing dumbass kid things. And, you know, it was relentless. It did. The kids died, you know, but you know, the, the motherhood thing stayed true the whole movie. And I did like that aspect because when you're a parent, you understand what unconditional love is. You understand that you will die for a motherfucker. You will die for them. You would do anything for them. But then the first thing on your mind, you know, you, you go to the evil side, you're thinking about your kids, but you're thinking about them all different because your kids are still going to be forefront in your mind. You're still a mom. And so that made it kind of sinister. So, yeah, I do like that theme of motherhood. I really think it, that added something. And Alyssa Sutherland, like, sold that shit. So. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to say now, I think that fucking egg scene, it, it seemed like a ripoff of um, the scene in Ghostbusters when Dana's in the in the kitchen and the eggs just start popping. That's That's basically what that fucking was yeah you think they used it as like an homage homage i don't know i i, th I think it was different <laughs> enough to where i i didn't draw that the the parallels i mean i could see where you're, where you're coming from um i didn't mind that but you know to piggyback on what what candy was saying and i've seen a lot of people say that the stakes were raised in this movie because there's kids in it and i think that that's really sells this short because i don't think it's just necessarily that there's children in this movie and, and kids could die. It's the, the relationships of the, the characters, the mother dynamic in that. So it's this evil, this entity and, uh, and all that is, is ripping away what is most important to you and turning you uh, against that and, and, and stealing your humanity. I, I, I really enjoy the scene and not just because I enjoy vomit in a movie anytime that it happens, but when she, she vomits all over the floor mm -hmm. and the, the last thing that she says as basically a person that holding on to her humanity is don't let them take my babies. And then from then on in the movie, she's just trying to fucking wipe them out. I, well, I thought that was fucking terrifying. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that. And then when that, 
vomit scene happen. Like my, my friends and I were like, did they just bite the fucking family guy when Brian pukes over the fucking floor when he finds out that he fucked Quagmire's dad? That's that's exactly what I, I that's the first thing that popped in our head. We were like, what the fuck? It, you know, like with the the, the vomit <laughs> and that we saw in that um was the vibe I got from that vomit where it's kind of oatmeal looking shit, you know, that was I felt like it was an homage or a tribute to the, the original Evil Dead. Yeah. Yeah, but this was like like bile, like black maggoty. No, at one point, oatmeal. the one point where she says that part is all white. Remember, and I even made her words with you, and I said, it's, it's, "Oh, yeah, okay." Yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was getting it mixed up. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, because right before she <laughs> throws up, she's like, oh, "I gotta get the crawly, creepy crawlies in my tummy." That's why she's like eating the glass. And she like vomits right, up. Right. One, yeah. one thing I will say that that I was a little shocked by this film that that none of those characters were redeemed and kind of brought back to the light side, if you want to call it that. How they've done so that I guess was a little different, but so let me ask this because um, this is something that I kind of kind of took issue with. I mean, it's it's not a fucking deal breaker, but like how they started the movie at the end. And then you go to the beginning and then it all leads up to the beginning of the end. Like, do you feel like that was necessary that they had to do it that way? Like, for I, I feel like, I feel like somebody was a big fan of Pulp Fiction and tried to do something very similar to that. And we, that should have, that's why I said that should have been the movie that we got instead of this. I, I feel like that the beginning of that movie was just a, I think that was like one of the like beats they hit. They're like, hold on, we'll give you the cabin for like five minutes, and then we're we're leaving it and doing what we really wanted to do. And I really think it was just to set you up with some familiarity, mm-hmm. and then take you to where they're take you to the, the like the real setting. Yeah. I'm gonna second on that because I felt the same way. And I I was impressed with the they showed like the entity like you know the the shaky cam like that they, that Raimi was like known for but then it was just the oh, drone. Right, yeah like I thought that I thought that was kind of, I thought that was that was cool actually pretty funny. that it wasn't just yeah. yeah I will say for me like like the the opening uh, title scene where she levitates mm-hmm. out of the water and then you get that fucking that music hit and and Evil Dead Rise comes up like I love that that was probably. Probably yeah. one of my favorite, you know, opening. That was. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say that's that's probably one of my favorite opening scenes in a movie, like like title hits, like that. Just I don't know, man. Like it hit, and I was like, that's fucking cool. Well, yeah. I was going to say to me that was probably like where the movie stopped at that point. Like that was <laughs> like like the highlight of the entire film was that whole sequence in the beginning, and then it then the rest of the movie happens. <laughs> and you were just <laughs> a, you were I mean, just a was... wet blanket tonight. I, I, you know what? Yeah, because I, I never listen. You guys know I pretty much defend everything. I pretty much am pretty positive with most of the stuff that we review on here. But you know, like everybody else, I was so hyped. I was so hyped to see this, and then then I saw it. Yeah, and and honestly, I I I, I kind of get the, the the notion that um, Warner Brothers got really greedy, and they were like, "Fuck it, let's just release it because of you know it'll make money because of the name." But I think this should have stuck to the guns and went right to the HBO max streaming app. Like it was supposed to do in the first place. Yeah. I, I, I was, I was pissed when I found out at first that this was going straight to streaming. I'm like, you cannot release an evil dead movie, regardless of, of the content and the quality of it. I, I, I don't care. You can't release an evil dead movie. That, that's the first one in 10 years straight to streaming. That's, that's just 
that's that's sacrilege. Exactly. And it helped that I liked this this movie. I, I understand that. And I don't know. So and I'm not the I'm not the smartest person in the world, but something and Nico, you keep saying, okay, well, you know, this was ripping off this or, you know, and I, I just want to like to, to touch on that and ask, uh, is that something you do with, with a lot of movies? Because I, I used to do that, but, you know, I try now to disassociate myself and sometimes it's hard. I get, I get that. I, I, I understand that you, you see a certain scene in a movie and it's like, oh fuck, you know, I've seen this one 13 times done better or done this way or uh, by these other projects that I feel like are, are, are better movies. Uh, but like going into this, I was, I was excited. However, there was a reservation there. And I, I think Ian and I even talked about it where Ian was like, I'm over the moon to see this. And I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm holding off my, my just true excitement for when I actually watch this movie, because I, I don't want uh, to be, I don't want to put my own expectations on this movie. And maybe that is why I enjoyed it as, as much as I did, because I didn't hold it to anything else. I, I allowed this movie to just be its own thing. And so I, I wasn't looking for the and, and granted, there are some that are that are heavy handed, even even the, the look, which I think is fucking badass. But when uh, Alyssa uh, Sutherland comes around the corner and she gives that kind of side glance, it's kind of an homage to like the Evil Dead 2 poster in, in, a, in a way. So I, I understand that there are certain things that you that you see that. Okay, you can't help but but notice. But uh, is that is that some way that, uh, or is that something that you do with with a lot of films, or is it was it just this no, one it, because no, you like Evil Dead? No, it's it's a lot of films. I mean, I, to, I mean to me, there there wasn't a bad Evil Dead film until this one. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of this fucking. Fr- I know. I'm seriously. I'm a huge fan of this franchise. Like we've discussed, I think all almost all four of them right before this one all yeah. of them yeah and we just um we have to redo our evil our original evil dead but like, i mean honestly i mean we haven't done the know, remake either but it is on the schedule <laughs> and, and to be fair like i mean we because we, we discuss this all the time we always say most of these movies that that come out or or these independent movies that there's an there's an independent filmmaker bible that the original <laughs> evil dead is is one of like the actual chapters in there so it's evil dead i'm sorry the evil dead john yeah. carpenter's halloween night, night of the yeah. living dead and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and now Terrifier has to be put in there because of, of the success of this of the second film, because of what they did on such a limited budget. But it's just, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if it's it's just because it's Bruce Campbell that he's so he comes across as so likable, and like he comes across as like the everyman, even though he's more than that because he's more like he's a lovable he's, dumbass, he's a lovable goof, <laughs> but like, but he's also like he's not a great person. He's just sort of like a regular but, dude. But I mean, he also kind of falls into like, like that, that cliche term of like, you know, men want to be him, women want to be with him type thing, because oh, that's, yeah. he's, you know, whatever. <laughs> but to also kind of answer your question for real with that. Um, yeah, no, I do that with a lot of movies. Cause I, we just, that's just how we are. But I mean, my favorite director is Quentin Tarantino, and he consistently rips. I, he rips off shit. Yeah. We're gonna, gonna call it. He's not homaging. He, but but he, he does is it. Inspired in, by many, right? But he films, but yeah. he does it in such a way that I mean, while it, some people are like original. fuck you, but like when you see the movies, you can't help but be like, damn, like, come on. But no, I, I even do it with his movies. I'm like, no, he ripped that off, but 
it's Quentin he gets the pass because I mean no. fucking guy. I think Ennio Morricone like score so many things and, and and he was a famous you know he did all these like spaghetti westerns and uh, Italian films and he's like I want that guy because I like the fucking movies and he I did. mean Christ I, I Amber just watched Django Unchained for the first time on Sunday and like during the fucking film when they're talking about Brumhilda von Shaft and. Quentin was like, by the way, that's that's Shaft's fucking great grandmother. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, like, no, 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 it's not. But, but whatever, like you know, it's you're, it's not. But like, we're, you're you're telling us this, so I'm I'm gonna okay it because it's you, you know. But um, he's kind of earned that through his filmography, I guess. Yeah, I mean, at this point, he, you know, no, yeah. I mean, it's Quentin. Um, do know. do you mind if I go real quick, Candy? You kind of jumped in before I had a chance to even say anything about this film. Pardon, pardon <laughs> that, that's, that's okay. I just, that, Boomer brought up a, a good point. You know, when you talk about going into this with expectations and I will admit, I absolutely did. Um, loving uh, the evil dead franchise. Um, you know, like Candy said earlier, army of darkness is my favorite. So I love the slapstick comedy. I love the goofiness, the the shit, you know, when it's off the wall, I love it. And so I think I kind of went into this. I like my Evil Dead funny. And I went into this with, with that in the back of my head. Now, I when we started recording tonight, I was in my mind. I'm all like, I'm playing Switzerland tonight. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm like middle of the road. Like, you know, it was enjoyable. I had a good time. Um, but I, you know, I have some nitpicks and I think that that may be part of the reason why, because I went in with these preconceived ideas of, of what I was going to expect and what was going to be the deal breaker for me. If, if I go in here and it, you know, I, like Candy said, we enjoyed the, the 2013, but let's admit that was the, the most serious evil dead film to be made. It took itself way too seriously. And the gore in it was great. The practical effects in it were great. Um, but it, it was a serious film. And this one was serious too, but nowhere near as serious. It had some dark humor. It had some some parts that kind of made me chuckle. Um, maybe when I shouldn't have chuckled, you know, the, the, the <laughs> cheese grater scene. Well, that's, you know? that's just but what that's we what do. We do. Yeah, I laugh at But, um, you know... I, I did go into this with preconceived notions um, and I, I do have some nitpicks about it. The CGI probably being the biggest. Um, there were some scenes where the CGI was most definitely obviously CGI. I mean, it was like, like, um, like, like CGI to the point to where it was like Phantom Menace CGI, where it was like the coloring and the shading of it was was kind of off putting, um, and that that kind of that kind of took me out of it a little bit. And I just I'm from the '80s. I love my practical effects, and you know it's there were some some cheeky one liners in there, um, titty sucking parasites. That <laughs> I, was oh, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, wait, did she really say that? Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it, it, we had fun. We enjoyed it. Um, but, you know, again, I'm probably not going to buy it when it comes out. I'm probably, unless they, they do like a an extended cheese grater scene in the director's cut, like, you know, I'm probably not going to pick it up. 
Um, Give us the gore cut. I will say this, and Candy's not going to like this analogy because she hates this film, but very similar to what happens in Return of the Living Dead 3. Does, I does, don't hate it. Does, it's just let me finish. Let good. me finish my thought. Does Alyssa Sutherland not get hotter the more fucked up she gets? Well, you know, you know what I said to you <laughs> via via. You you can repeat it. It's totally <laughs> no, I'm not going to repeat it. You you go ahead. I well, you know, hang on, hang on a second. Let me let me. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me clear it with the misses. So I, I said, yeah, the only the only thing going on with with, a, with the, uh, the evil dead rose in my pants on that one, but you know, other, otherwise, <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. cue the Seinfeld yeah, music I mean because they announced it for fucking Monster Mania at first I was like alright cool then saw the movie and I was like uh, I'm like and I told Sean I'm like if I meet her it, it wouldn't be for that I'd probably get one of her headshots or something yeah yeah. well I knew her from Vikings um, she was in Vikings and I and she's an amazing actress and I would definitely love to see her in more roles I'd love to see her in more horror um, she was probably my favorite thing about this film um, but I, I like Beth a lot. I mean, I just I have a thing for brunettes, though. Yeah, yeah. And to I, and I because I know some people were like, "Oh, I can't wait to get the box set." Like, it's never happening because the rights are so fucking all over the place for who has. Oh, you mean this. a box set well, with Lynch, all the Evil yeah. Deads? All right, of them. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's never Lynch happening. That on Monday, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's never. I mean, there's the one that exists now that's on Amazon and Best Buy, where it's like like the like the Shaw Brothers mm-hmm. uh, box set, where it's like a horizontal box, where I think it has the first one, the second one, and the entire Ash versus Evil Dead series. But that's because I think Lionsgate owns those, and then Scream Factory has the Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, somehow they were able to license the 2013 version for the 4K from Sony, but Sony actually owns the remake yeah. from from 2013, and now Warner Brothers owns this one. Yeah. So we're so we're getting like this Evil Dead like multiverse of madness. Bas- basically, basically, you're going to have like, like three birds. ashes that meet up and. And then the irony is that we're we're in, we're, in, we're, we're, we're in we're in phase four of the Evil Dead. We're like how phase four of the Marvel universe is pretty terrible right now. Yeah. Too, <laughs> if, if we're being honest, but, well, that, that that's actually a funny thing to bring up with the the multiverse stuff like that. The, the Ash cameo in this movie, right? You guys are right. aware, yeah, of it, right? on the record. Yeah. So, we so, talked so, about so, it. So, so to say that he's. Uh, like he might be in the 1920s now. Like who knows? Like where he's at and how he's fucking up like the space time continuum because he's an right. idiot. Um, yeah. <laughs> so like, so there's a very real chance that there could be more than one Ash. Like I hope, I really hope that that's not the case. I just hope that there's one moron out there. Just no one's like, ever going to accept anyone else's Ash. No, no, I'm not saying that. But there could be like you know, at one point there's fucking two Ashes. Like there's two Bruce Campbells on screen. Like not an evil Ash. There's just like two morons that are like. <laughs> Hey, doing the Spider-Man fucking like finger pointing, like, <laughs> um, so I, I don't know because like that change, like if if that really is Ash, I mean Cronin saying that it is, um, then clearly something happened after Army of Darkness, and now he's in the twenties, not the fourteen hundreds anymore. Right. 
So like, I, I'm curious, well, like, yeah, and that depends on what ending of army of darkness you're going to go off of. Like well, the, the other one, well, the, well, the other one's the end of the world. So, <laughs> right. you know, so that well, one doesn't count. Plus the end of the show, plus the end of the series when he's, yeah. yes. you know, so yeah. it, they like, they like Sam Raimi really, really wanted that to happen. I feel like that, that Ash was in the future at some point. Well, that was apparently where seasons four and five were supposed to go. Yeah. And we just didn't get it because they decided to go on the worst network ever. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. was like, why did you pick fucking stars, bro? That shit was on Netflix. Stars. It would still be on right now. Well, they said that at the time, Netflix wasn't buying property like that. And everyone wanted to own their own thing. Mm-hmm. So stars stars tossed in the money that they were looking at, and they, they bought it. And, well, then- and Bruce is still like mad because it was so heavily pirated, which it was. But it was yeah. because stars fucking blow. He, um, yeah. or he, so, somebody mentioned something about a possible like animated Evil Dead. Hmm. Something was coming, and he said he. I think it was announced that he is going to come back to voice Ash. Interesting. Now, yeah, I think if, that's the only kind of Ash that we're yeah, going to get he, from. He won't, he won't. Well, he won't physically play him anymore. But he can well, that's, voice that's voice. not that's not entirely true. At the South by Southwest um, premiere, they interviewed him and Raimi, and Raimi was like, "Oh, I have this like master plan where I would have Mia from the remake and Ash." And he's like, "I'm not going to spoil anything. Maybe someone from this movie. Obviously, we all know it's Beth now." come back for like some like culmination piece but he's like he finger he thumbs over to bruce campbell he's like yeah but this guy like, you know he's the hold up he reti- retired and bruce was like all right fine fuck it he's like I- i'll say it right now he's like if sam raimi directs it i'll do it he's like that he's like you can put that on record he's like i'm not letting anyone direct me as ash unless it's sam he's like so if Sam, he's like the ball's now in sam's court and so sam according to bruce if you follow him on the internet he's sam's been fucking with him saying like get back to the gym, get in shape. And he's like sending him. Yeah, photos. I saw that. And it's so fucking funny. Yeah. So like maybe the fucking evil dead six will be, you know, the return of Ash. That would be well, interesting. As, would as long as they have Pablo and Kelly with this, with I'll be better. okay with it. Yeah. I just think that it, Ra- Raimi needs to come back for one. Yeah. Like that's, I feel like I, I as much as I love it, as much as I love Bruce and I love Ash and I have this, like, you know, fucking tattoos, like, and all that stuff, like, Raimi needs to direct one. I don't give a fuck. Like, like Ash might be dead. Who knows? Or he's fucked off in he's the He's in the future. future. Like, he's Pizza Papa. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but I think Raimi needs to direct. I want to see Raimi go back to his baby. I think, to me personally, I think Drag Me to Hell shows me he still has it in. Oh, yeah. Well, he so, did like, Drag Me to Hell and you know. he didn't even have to. It's just he missed horror. Yeah. And that's what but I I'm love just saying, about like, Drag Me to Hell. Drag, Drag Me to Hell felt very Evil Dead 2-ish, and it showed me that Raimi can still do it. So, you know, I would love to see. wanted to is the important part. So, I mean, yeah, so maybe the maybe the South by Southwest, like them fucking calling each other's, you know, bluff will uh, finally get us what we wanted. Yeah. Now, now something I I had read, and I hadn't thought about this at the time, but but on one of those records, um, they talk about the three books. And... Do you think that that was was mentioned as a means to make all three versions canon? Two thousand thirteen, this one, and that's what and I the felt original. Like. That's mm-hmm. felt like that. Too. Uh, Ramey has has gone on to say that that's that is, that is the goal. okay because well he said he said if he's like if you think about it the original name of the movie was the book of the right. dead and they told and someone told him to change it and he changed it so the movie was always supposed to be about the books. It just ended up becoming about the lovable idiot. Like, Funny, um, we because we watched Army of Darkness Monday, <laughs> yeah. Bruce, and you know, the three books are there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of fresh in my head right now. 
So, I mean, if maybe Raimi's getting his, his ultimate, like it took him 40 years to do it, but he's finally getting his wish. And now it's all about the book. It's not, it was never supposed to be about Ash. And now it's back to what he wanted it to be. Right. Wouldn't, wouldn't uh, the Jason goes to hell kind of fit in this whole thing too, since that's, technically that's a, the, the, the Necronomicon and Adam Marcus has already said that that version of Jason is a deadite. He deadite yes. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> so, so we're, we're never getting Ash versus Jake. Oh versus man, Jason. come on! <laughs> I wish. Candy would love it. I'm like, just don't, just leave it alone. Just leave I, it alone. Don't no, touch it. actually, don't actually, touch you it. you would have loved that because when I found that treatment that Raimi himself wrote, it was fucking gold, like legit well, gold. I can just imagine like the interactions between Freddie and Ash, and it's well, like it, it sounds the, like a in the, in the in the treatment that actually says like towards the end of it, it's like like the one scene. It's like in like the moment like every horror fan has ever waited. Ash versus Freddie going one on one with like one liners going back and forth with each other. Funny. Yeah, let's just leave Freddie. I mean, um, Freddie and, and Ash in there and, and take Jason out. I, I don't know. I really feel like you would have been like 100% like down with this, especially because like they tie in Jason Goes to Hell since like the Necronomicon was in Jason's house and they're opening an S Mart in Crystal Lake during Christmas, no less. And there was like this whole scene that like top like like the the cornfield scene in, in the original Freddy versus Jason where I guess Jason goes fucking ape shit in an S Mart on Black Friday. <laughs> and and Ash has to like fucking run and like get like a, a shotgun from sporting goods and try to now, see, you know now, I, we know I hate Freddy versus Jason and I will just talk about it for a, br- a brief moment here because I that's it all does I tie in. It does. If we had Ash in there, then they wouldn't have tried to make Jason a fucking sympathetic character. When I want to see a fucking versus movie, especially if it's two bad guys, don't make one of them like a better bad guy. Jason has a higher body count. They're both evil. Let them both be fucking evil versus evil. Don't make one of them sympathetic. They're evil motherfuckers. And if Ash is there, he's like your mid regular dude motherfucker who just takes out bad motherfuckers. It would have been so great. But then we get this piece of shit fucking allow me to retort <laughs> just this once just to kind of i'm not trying to defend I'm, I'm not trying to change your mind on it it's fine but but the, but the character of jason he is a mongoloid mama's boy right that's that's what the character characteristic of the trade is right and i think jenny kind of hit the nail on the head in part two when she stated that he's this grown animal man still with the mind of a child that he still thinks he's a child. And he's reliving every night watching his mom get beheaded. What if that was the mentality that they... And, and right. so I have no sympathy for him. Well, no, we shouldn't, but I'm just saying. But, but what yeah, if that's the mentality? To feel like he's the less bad guy. And well, I don't no. You know what it is, too? And I... And I See, I, I really wish you would read that book, Slash of the Titans, because like it explains this like totally. That was all Ronnie Yu's decision. That wasn't I would just new have line. To take a pen and like really just be in a quiet room, and maybe I could do it. See, I think if you smoke pot with this, I think you would really enjoy the movie a little pot. more. I know, but I'm saying if you could, I think you'd enjoy Freddy versus Jason a lot more for what it is. Than I'm telling you, medical marijuana was legal in my state. I would, mm-hmm. but like they test me for pot when they give me my opioids uh, for but, my but, but I'm telling you, if, if you got, if you were to like just to smoke a bowl and just just kick it and watch that movie, I think you would be like, all right, it's so bad, it's great. It delivers on its title. You kind of feel cheated. We didn't get Ash versus Evil, uh, Ash versus Freddy versus Jason in the end. Okay. But 
read that book. I'm telling you, because they even talk about the sequel in there. Like what could have been with Ash. That's just going to make me more upset. It is because you can actually blame <laughs> the fact that. Why would I do it? <laughs> well, honestly, the reason why the, the, that never happened, I think Ren, you probably know this too, as well, was that was around the time that um, Warner brothers with the, with the buyout at that time, I think it was um, like AOL at that time. Yeah. purchased them at that point and there was like kind of like now what's going on with warner brothers and discovery how like they they did their merger recently there was a whole shift at new line and warner brothers so whoever was kind of in charge of that at that time even though it made money the the new owners didn't see the value in continuing that that story that's why if you notice they jumped on like the remake bandwagon with platinum dunes for the shitty nightmare remake but the good oh, Friday God, the 13th remake that. we don't speak of that because we all know that Nightmare on Elm Street is my favorite fucking franchise. Uh, um, after the Romero dad stuff, of course. But which your glasses actually? You just said that that's that's what it just reminded yeah, well, me. Well, yeah, these yeah. are some George glasses, man. Um, yeah, I said that. How he kind of sorry? I don't mean to like jump in, but I'm just saying, like, it, it it just seems like you know, every everything is all corporate nonsense that fucks up you know plans that 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 these these filmmakers have that they can't do anymore because. Rights, the rights issues end up being a bitch oh, in the end. Horror is big business again, and it's a great time to be alive. A lot of us grew up in the fucking 80s when horror was yep. king, and we're getting a good renaissance. A24 is really the place to go. Um, A24 is like a fucking religion to me. Everything they do is great. But um, but we're getting it other places where we're getting... Now, Blumhouse can excite and fucking ruin my life. Um, but you know, and they're big, but like you know, um, but we're just getting this great horror renaissance, and it's really great to to be at this age and to you know have to go through this boom again. So we're going to be getting a lot of stuff, and, and to see something like I know Evil Dead Rise is performing, it's going to do great. That means that there's going to be other options. There's going to be more of of this in some way or form, and I'm going to fucking support it. I'm gonna I mean, we're we're in the process of doing our own thing. That honestly, like I was talking to my friend that that runs a theater, he's gonna jump in to help us this with stuff with time. it too. This is the time. He he was even saying he was like, dude, he's like, you're in. A, he's like, he even said flat out, he's like, you're in a prime position right now to get your film made. He's like, and not even have to worry about getting a distributor. He's like, you can self distribute, and the theaters will pick it up. You don't have to cut a goddamn thing. And and, and with, in your respect, and Terrifier Two is working in your favor, right? Right. Well, I even think I even think crazy shit like Skinnamarink is working in your favor because so, that's basically because yes. that's basically a like a uh, college like final project. Yeah, in my, in my opinion, it, it's, even it, that it, sucked, it sucked, but that movie did a shit ton of my money. Kids fucking loved it. <laughs> and, and and I mean, my kids aren't little kids. You guys know that. My daughter's twenty three. Um, my son's. <laughs> His best friend, sixteen. Right. Like, they fucking are obsessed with that movie. They watch it all the time. But um, that Winnie, Winnie the Pooh then Blood and Honey as as shitty. I had and I haven't got to see it, but I've heard it's really it. fucking shitty. Terrible. But look at how much it made in, yeah. in right. one showing. Mm. That it's it showing did. that the, that we're we're hungry for horror and we practical effects are, are coming back. And so it's it's a great renaissance. It's great to be part of it, and I'm very excited. Just to, and and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hoard this out. I'm, I'm just gonna hoard it out. Like we're we're gonna be putting together another Indiegogo campaign to get the money for yes. this. We really, I mean, it's a lot of money to us, but for what it's we're gonna be doing, it's really nothing, not and money. it's it's gonna turn a profit for for everybody involved. So 
That's exciting. Hey, uh, send me send me the link for that. I mean, I've I, I you know I've supported uh, Jay Horton some of Jay Horton's projects because I really enjoy some of that. Uh, Chris Stuckman, his uh, Shelby Oaks project, I, I supported that. So um, I, I'd really be interested in, in oh, seeing that. That's, you could even send me the you. script. I think you would yeah. be very impressed yeah. with it. It's fantastic. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to get my ass kissed here and like look for I, because everybody here is except for I always kiss your ass. You're my brother, right? I love you too, <laughs> sis. But I mean, I know like everybody but Beren and Boomer have yet to read it. But I mean, the general consensus was everybody was like, like I purposely wanted this panel to read it because I know how critical we we're are. Snobs. Yes, we're we're critical. We're we're assholes when when we want to <laughs> be when it comes to this stuff. And the fact that like a lot of like hardcore horror people, it's it's not like I don't know. It's not scary. We we've already said that it's not scary, and it's not supposed to be. Because because what what the one of the biggest complaints with horror movies is oh it's all just blood and guts, there's no story, so I busted my ass to make an actual story around the blood and guts. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. I, I I've started working on my own short film. Yeah. Oh. I'm real really excited for that. We're gonna we're gonna start filming uh, next year. Obviously, very very low budget. Universal's not calling me or anything. But uh, you know what was really good about Evil Dead Rise? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how we are on this show, Boomer. It's not your first time. You're not new here. I was going to ask, actually, if anybody had some final words before we start getting to some of the reviews that we're going to talk about and then do our reviews. So let's uh, kind of sum up on the film, throw out anything that you guys think we missed or a point you'd like to make or some realization you have. Well, I think the theme tonight so far is basically uh, what your expectations were. Like, that's what I'm getting. Like, because, uh, you know, uh, Nico said that he went into a high, you know, high expectations. You went into a high expectations. I went into it very reserved because I didn't like 2013. So I was kind of like, man, am I going to get another one of those? So maybe the reason I enjoyed it and had as much fun as I did is because it far exceeded my low expectations. And, you know, because I, because I thought it was, I, I was reserved. I was really expecting uh, potentially another 2013 for me, which would have bummed me out. Um, but I didn't get it. I didn't get another 2013. I got something to me, which was a, a lot more enjoyable. And I think that amped up my like ability to have a lot more fun with it because I went into it with such low expectations. And maybe because you guys went, maybe because you guys went into it with super high expectations, it fucking just crushes. Um, so I, I, it seems to be like, the theme is like, what do you want out of the evil? Like, where are you with your evil dead? And what did you want out of an evil dead movie? Seems to be like where the, the spectrum falls on like what your ultimate like feeling was. Well, mine, mine would be obviously for me, the original trilogy is King. It's, it's, it's one of my yeah. favorite franchises of all time. And if I can't have Ash mm. and if I can't have Raimi and you better, you better fucking impress me. And because I want to love your, I want to love these <laughs> Evil Dead films. I want to love them all, and I can't say that I dislike any of them. I don't. But I was the opposite, and and yeah, I'm on your team with the original Evil Dead. Is like the fucking shit. Like 2013's got nothing on it. 2013 was its own thing, and that was a smart thing to do because we don't have Ash. But yeah, with my expectations being like, I wanted more of like what Feta Alvarez's like sort of a vision was in his, his style. Um, and I was expecting that and I didn't get it. And I think, yeah, my expectations kind of fucked up 
how I perceived it, how I felt. Yeah, absolutely. But I did like the motherhood thing, and I'll talk about that in my review. I will say, like, I, I did find myself, like, throughout this film thinking, who else lives in this goddamn apartment? Because, like, <laughs> other than the people that live on the same floor, which I think she was on the 10th floor, if I remember correctly. But yeah. but other than the people that live on her, her immediate floor, like, you didn't really see or hear from anybody until the very end when the girl goes out, you know, to get in her car and... um. I'm like, who is this apartment building like fucking abandoned? Like, you would think they say 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 they Cops haven't shown up. Nobody's shown up. I mean, I know it's L.A. I know they're used to that shit, but and they have that earthquake. Yeah. Yeah, power going out, and I'm <laughs> just. But it, it took care of the cell phone thing, which you know that's important. Yeah. In modern film, you got to find a way to knock those out, or, or you know, cell phone horror doesn't quite work. Right. Yeah, which is what we talked about with Wrong Turn. Like you couldn't make that movie now because G, you know, Fuck. as as much GPS as easy as easily accessible that GPS is. But they did remake it, you know that, huh? right? They did do. Yeah, I. I, I I don't give a shit. Well, we famously <laughs> shit all over. I know. Like, you know, we fucking destroyed I know. Rock. I can't like, stand that movie. As a team, mm-hmm. and it was just brutal, like blood splatters everywhere. Evil. Yeah. Evil destroying of Wrong Turn. Fuck Wrong Turn Oh, see, there goes that gnarly scene right behind Sean right now, actually. Oh, yeah, the electric knife. Mm-hmm. Oh, I liked that. Yeah, that's a crazy. Um. So, do you? I've been kind of watching the movie behind do you. you. Yeah, so have I because it's a much better movie than oh, this God. one. Do we? Do we want to start with the Twitter reviews? Well, oh, um, I, I just wanted oh, to bring yeah, okay. one, one uh, last thing. I, I so, and I'm not going to give my final thoughts. I'll do that on the on the ratings just very briefly. But something else that I did kind of appreciate in this film is the old. Chekhov's gun uh, factor that we have because every single weapon that they showed on this was used in some form or fashion in here, whether it was the the staff or the wood chipper or the shotgun or the scissors and e- everything, everything got used in, in this film, which I, I, I really, really like. Really Way to make it awkward, Candy. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I need to mute myself. I didn't mean to cut you off somewhere. Oh no, that was fine. I was done. I didn't even hear what oh, you okay. said there at the, at the end. But yeah, that, that was that was that was it. End of thought. That's how she like impacted her daughter. Was you know like she she stabbed a little sewing thing in her face and then into her <laughs> face and oh yeah the tattoo yeah, so got. Been... I... Not now. I did it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, go ahead. Please interrupt me. I was, like, I was like, yeah, the, the tattoo gun, which was was just really cool where, you know, she used, got some of her blood and then and then tattooed her face, which was, yeah, fucking just gnarly. I love yeah. that. Anybody else? Okay. Well, I'm going to wait for the review to really shit on this All thing. right. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, Erica, did you have anything that you want to add? Um, I can talk about it in the review part. Okie dokie. Um, let's see. I 
think I saved these. All right, so I didn't have to dig up Twitter. I am going to first pull a couple from um, TikTok, which I just joined. And I am not very good at the TikTok because my kids show me ones and I don't do what they do in those. So I just kind of talk about what we're going to do. So here we go. Um, I got a, a simple, I, I can't pronounce their screen name, but I loved it. I got um, from Nurse Ratchet 033. We just got home from the theater. Movie was so bloody, so good. Um, Destiel Girl 0709. I, I saw Evil Dead. I'm not going to say how they said it because it's incorrect. I saw Evil Dead Rise in the theaters. It was so good, but scary too. I enjoyed it. Um, there's a theme here because these are all good reviews. Um, on Twitter, the Horror You Know podcast. Good entry in the franchise. I still give the edge to the 2013 film, but this one was still a lot of fun. And I'm hopeful for a third film to complete this newer trilogy. American Werewolf. If every Evil Dead movie is going to be different and we don't stray back to the campy comedies, three Raimi movies and two seasons of a series, we're in for a hell of a good time. That said, after two or three more, I wouldn't mind a Justice League sort of thing with the survivors, Mia, Ash and Beth teaming up. Um, Aaron Gainers, uh, Irvin Gainer says Evil Dead Rise was fire. This one definitely mm. delivered. Need more, not for the faint of hearts. Mm. Um, hold on, there's one more. Um, okay. <laughs> Michael House says, the premise of the film had me intrigued, going from the woods to a family in a high-rise. However, certain elements felt like the filmmakers weren't quite ready to cut the cord regarding the old reliable setting. So not all glowing reviews. Um, Boomer, podcast in the woods, says, I may like it a little bit. <laughs> Which I knew. Posting how many times you um, Batty Review says, I had the most fun watching a movie in the theaters than I've had in a long time. This will be in my top three for the year. That's bold to say in April. Um, but that's what I got for you guys. Thank you for commenting. Uh, we love reading these on the show. All right. You guys want to hear some shitty reviews? Yeah, but I'm not doing theme music for you. Absolutely. I can't, I can't even do the beatbox. I mean, I would like to, but I'm not, I'm not feeling even 100%. That's all right. I'll so. punch something in. That's okay. doing it yeah i'll then, rip it out of another episode and, yeah, yeah okay have, have, have that on have that on yeah, there you go and all this is on video that i'm really yeah, saying yeah. So, you know, <laughs> right so as always we start out with the rotten tomato scores the critics gave it 84 percent certified fresh and the audience 79 so we're starting out strong uh half star natalie hamza she says please don't rise again <laughs> oh, I, I, I agree. I agree with you. Um, Crotton Mouth. <laughs> Some of these fucking names. Crotton Mouth um, says in all caps, titty fucking parasite. Or titty, titty sucking parasite. My bad. 
Uh, you need to get your head out of the gutter. What, yeah, I'm about to say, what's, what's really on your mind there, buddy? Titty fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey. I'm your wife, and that's gross. All right, just, that's fucking yeah, gross. Go- Google that, that, kids. How was that, how was that gross? <laughs> yeah, he was, hey, hey you got to stop reading your browser yeah, yeah. history. We're doing reviews. <laughs> you know, the suicide girls. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, <laughs> on, the t- on, on the on the PC for the kids. Yeah, PC. yeah, yeah. Get off that life. Get off that life, Sean. Go ahead. Pablo one one three. What in the Shining? Low quality movie. <laughs> this shit was so trash, bruh. Well, I do hate the Shining. So <laughs> um, another Gen Zer says uh, too corny. I was jump scared like two times. Okay, but so mid. <laughs> Did Ash write that? Maybe. <laughs> Ash or son. Um, it's LV says, Evil Dead gets possessed with everything wrong with today and modern cinema slash horror. Wouldn't be surprised if this didn't start out as an Evil Dead script either. Regardless, <laughs> it sucks. But once again, general audiences and the horror community happily drink the Kool-Aid and consume the brain-dissolving pig slop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see, Emmy, the punchlines ruined this for me. Somebody's never watched an <laughs> Evil Dead movie before. Uh, uh, are they new? Marin, I spent the entire time just wishing I was back home watching Evil Dead 2. That's fair. Me That's too, Marin. Me too. <laughs> I always feel like that. Though. I know. Matthew- it's like, yeah, I agree. That's a move. Matthew Dressel, what a boring, cliched, overdirected CGI mess of a film where you couldn't even see what was happening most of the time. Fuck Sam Raimi for putting his name on this. <laughs> fucking harsh. Oh my, oh my god. god. No, never say fuck Sam Raimi. And last but not least, um, Rin, you may I this is why I kind of had a chuckle when you said this. Um this is for you may have wrote this, huh? Uh Brandon <laughs> Brandon Vander Hay says yeah that's my name (laughs) (laughs) damn the the force awakening of evil dead is the death of culture fuck you no one gives a fuck about you john williamsing the chainsaw actually they do that's why i hate being alive i love how this also looks like literally every blumhouse movie ever made just so goddamn dull sterile digital Monotony with enough blood to convince you it isn't the most boring, lifeless, uninspired, calculated, soft reboot you could ever soullessly vomit on top of a franchise. Go wow. watch go watch Bo is Afraid. Stop letting this be okay. Please. I can't do this anymore. I mean it. I really can't do it. Christ. Someone check on this guy, make sure he's okay. I, I, I think we need a wellness check, guys. <laughs> Sean, are you feeling like that Michael Jordan meme where I took that personally when he attacked your uh, production company? There? <laughs> yeah, I took that personally. <laughs> it's like, and I took that personally. <laughs> and that's it for the yeah, shitty you reviews. Have to really, you have to really hate a movie to your final thought is you were blaming <laughs> Jesus for, for the movie. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, let's this out. Uh, okay. So um, that goes to me. Um, my rating changed. And um, I can thank some of you for that. Um, it, I'm giving this eight out of ten positive pregnancy tests. Um, it's higher than I had it down, um, but there were some convincing points brought up. 
And I was starting to really reflect on something, you know, just it was while I was watching the film, I was just I was really in mom mode. And, you know, um, my kids are growing up on me or, or, or are growing up. You have two that are grown, one that's uh, getting there. He's about to start driving. And, I, and you know, it's, it's, it's just been on my mind. So while I was watching the film, I was really in mom mode thinking about like, you know, kids and, and thinking about like this kind of was a different kind of stakes. And that was brought up uh, here. And, and so that raised my score because I think that the stakes were a little higher. It's not a bunch of fucking friends in the woods fucking around and partying. It is a family. And, you know, um, I don't know. I, I just kind of, I, I had to raise my score for that because I think that that's ballsy there. Well, I do have problems with the film. I thought it was a little too clean. It looked too polished. Um, that's not evil dead to me. Even the, the 2013 remake, while it was kind of, you know, these wild shots and, and things like that, it still felt like not too polished. It didn't feel overly polished. This one feels a little too clean, a little too polished, a little too mainstream. And that's not Evil Dead's vibe to me. But I do like what they did with the characters. I wasn't crazy about the setting. Um, I know that they wanted to move it so, to open up possibilities. That's cool. I just wish they'd kind of done it maybe in a different setting, like saying in a high rise. Well, what's the opposite of a cabin in the woods? Well, high rise in a city. Okay, cool. Like there wasn't a lot of thought there. And and it just that that wasn't very inspiring to me. It didn't it didn't even feel claustrophobic, which it should have. It didn't. But yeah. So what it had going for me is just the stakes were were higher with the characters. You know, um, you're thinking they're not going to kill the kids, or the kids are going to snap out of being deadites, and they don't. They're fucking dead, except for you know Cassie and Beth and her unborn baby. And you know, I was curious. I'm like, okay, what's going to happen next? What you know because we see that that beginning shot and then we go to how that happened at the very end because of everything that happened, you know, during the most of the movie. And I'm, I'm curious about that, but it's that motherhood hook for me because, you know, it, it was just a very prevalent theme and that's, that's a serious theme in a not so serious movie. So, you know, that's just me, you know, I always rate personally how it personally affected me and, you know, that's hard. You know, I, I wonder about how the little girl's going to be. How is she going to do? Is she part of like our, 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 our survivors here? Because, you know, obviously Beth's not going to, you know, whatever. I, I did wonder where the story was going to go because, you know, if this is successful and it is so far, they're going to do more, but I, I want to see Beth. I want to see Mia. I want to see Ash. I want that. I think every evil dead fan wants that on some level. So yeah, overall eight out of ten positive pregnancy tests, motherhood. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll go it's, it's some scary shit. I'll go real quick. Um, like I said, I came into this middle of the road. Um, didn't love it, didn't hate it. Um, and like Candy, you know, I mean every time we do this, you know, we have these conversations and and my score and the way I feel about a film kind of alternate, sometimes good, most of the times bad. Um but you know, you guys gave me a lot to think about, um, and it it actually makes me kind of want to watch it again, only to try to go into it with a different mindset and see how I feel about it. Um, but I'm going to give this seven and a half out of ten cheese graters. 
Um, you know, like I said, there, there are some things that I think even, even a second viewing isn't going to change for me, like the, the CGI, um, bits. Um, but it, and I think the story could have been a little stronger. I think the, the whole concept, you know, the high rise thing doesn't bother me as much. The whole concept of like, you know, oh, hey, there's an earthquake that opens up a hole that reveals this vault, you know, from the, from the 1920s. Like, this is California, right? There have been several bad earthquakes since the 1920s. And you're telling me that this little one that they just had is what opens up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it just, it seems like there could have been a more solid way that they could have stumbled upon this. Um, you know, they mentioned having to knock the building down. Maybe it could have been revealed, you know, in the midst of that process. But, you know, regardless, um, just little nitpicks, you know, not not enough to ruin the film for me, but enough to kind of dissuade me a little bit um, in scoring. But, you know, I mean, all in all, we had fun. We enjoyed it. Um, so tentatively, 7.5 out of 10 cheese graters. <laughs> Okay, who would like to go next? I mean, I'll, I'll go. Um, I, I my score actually went up like a half a point, and I can thank Boomer for that. His excitement and some of uh, what he had to say actually made me think about it in a, like an even more positive light. Unfortunately, Nico, you didn't sway me in any way, shape, or form. I hate it more. Yeah, Ren and, and, and Boomer. No, so it's like I, I think. Um, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Like I, it was what after 2013 and being disappointed with that. And again, I'm super protective of the series. The evil dead, the original is my favorite movie of all time. Um, I, it, it gave me what I wanted and maybe it was, maybe it was a cheap way of giving it to me because I was, my, my expectations were tempered by the the remake, but everything that I needed out of her evil dead movie was in this. There's, there's a few complaints here and there, you know, the, the, some of the CGI was wonky. Um, there were some, there were a few lines that I didn't like that I thought were kind of corny that I was like, you should have thrown them out. Um, but overall, like I got what I wanted. I got shit talking deadites. Like I, they were mean spirited. They had their dark humor that like they tormented the, uh, they weren't just like mindless zombies in my opinion. Um, I, I like the setting change. If we're not going to have, what's the point of having Ash keep going back to the cabin? Um, cause that, that movie has been told twice now. Um, so, or well, three times technically with the, uh, with the remake, but like, so it has to go somewhere else. It went back in time. Why not put it in a high rise next one? It can put it in, you know, like the suburbs. Like, I, I don't know. Like, so I'm, I'm more than okay with the setting change. Yes. It wasn't as claustrophobic as like basically the two bedroom cabin, but what is, you know, I, I think they did uh, a good job of instead of having the fruit cellar, they had the hallway, you know, instead of having the, the, the trap door, it was the, it was like the eye hole. Like I thought all that was good. I, Alyssa Sutherland was strong as enough as it. She's my favorite deadite now next to Cheryl. Cheryl will always be Ellen Samwise will always be the queen. Um, but so to have that such a strong performance from a, from the main deadite, you know, it just amps it up even more for me. So, you know, I, I'm I'm probably I was thinking about not going back to the theaters to see it. I think I'm going to go see it again this week. Boomer, I thank you. I'm not going to see it four times. You're a lunatic, but um, <laughs> but, but 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 I will see it a second time. Uh, I'm going to give it eight and a half uh, broken glass neck holes. Um. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Pretty strong. 
Anybody? Ooh. Sure, sure. Um, I have to give this 8.5 out of 10 uh, cats who survive. <laughs> um, although now I really want to know what a dead deadite cat would have looked like and how it would have acted. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> like BB. Yeah. Yeah. Psycho. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was prepared to like totally like dock points from the movie if they had killed the cat. <laughs> it's like I would have been pissed. <laughs> although a deadite cat, I would, uh, I'm like kind of down for that, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't like hate any uh, or even dislike any of the entries in this franchise. It could possibly be my favorite horror franchise. I have a hard time choosing because um, there are just so many films I love. But maybe uh, this this whole franchise stands out because there's. Um, I feel like all of the films are solid in their own way. Um, kind of like Wishmaster, I, right? Ooh. <laughs> 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 Uh, not quite Um. (laughs) (laughs) sorry i had to i had to oh man i don't even know what i was gonna say uh after that uh, um i did kind of like the um the way they adapted some of the tropes from the earlier films and put it in that urban setting like um i I thought it, it was just like an interesting take on some of those things and i kind of i also like the concept of that there are like three necronomicons or three volumes of it which i definitely could tie like the original trilogy to the 2013 reboot and kind of make all these movies part of the same universe i i kind of like that um as well i i'm kind of hoping this does spawn more um, like if not direct sequels, at least more evil dead movies that could kind of take some of these concepts and run with it more, develop them more. Um, also like was kind of proud of the fact that this movie like does have the guts to hurt kids. And I guess like this has come up on other, uh, discussions too, like, um, oh, like Halloween kills was another one where it's like, yeah, fuck them kids. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, like, it's funny. It's like, I don't, it, it probably sounds warped to me, but it's like, I kind of respect it when the horror filmmakers will um, write out child characters, but I get pissed when they hurt animals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I had a, just my weird bias. So I'm like, thrilled the cat made it. Um, kind of admire the fact that two of the kids were written out. Um, I'm glad the little girl survived, though she was cute. Uh, yeah, she was. kind of enjoyed the um, the weird like mo- f- fusion of deadites, you know, at the end where it's like, hey, they're a happy family again. I thought that was kind of a <laughs> like a fun, uh, yeah, like take on this. I I did dock a little bit for like some of the CGI that just didn't come off quite right, but it wasn't horrible. So yeah, overall, like pretty positive experience for me. Yeah, I, I like that that concept of the of them like shunting at the end, yeah. <laughs> and then like they like come. I just kept thinking of Frankenhooker. Yeah, no, though. you're right. You're right. It it does resemble that. Okay, uh, Boomer Nico, you have not rated. You can go, Boomer. Oh, man, I was trying to let you go so I could uh, so I could end this on a positive note. I'll let that negativity shine through because I feel like I feel like these this positive energy that I 
am bringing to the table is is going to shine through. Now, this is a, a film that, again, I really, really adore. I, I love the music in this, which I, I thought was very atmospheric. It was nuanced and I thought did some very intelligent things. Uh, another thing that we didn't touch on, it may be a bit clean, but some of the shots in this movie were incredible. And it may be the Dragula fan in me that's coming out because I notice silhouettes and that type of thing. But when Ellie comes through the doorway for the first time after being possessed is phenomenal and so eerie. I loved it. Again, I love every movie in this franchise. And so for this one to come up as high as it did really, really says something, at least to me, it is 10 out of 10 elevators for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah, which is, which is really weird, which is really weird because I, I feel a little off kilter because normally I'm the most pessimistic and I'm, I usually grade the hardest, but I, I, I'm, critic, so I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm, I'm standing by this one. I'm standing by it. And now here comes Debbie down to fuck everything up. <laughs> <laughs> this, this honestly, I, I stand by what I said. There, there hadn't been a, a bad Evil Dead movie in this franchise until now. It, it honestly feels like, like a fan fiction film. It very much feels like a studio film more than any of the, even more than the, than the 2013 remake. At least that one kind of, kind of kept like its, its grittiness. And it's griminess and it felt dirty when you watched it. Mm -hmm. At least it kind of still felt like the grindhouse like 70s from you know that that time frame from when they filmed the original. This one just it felt like it was in name only. They tried too heavy handedly to to do the homages with the Henrietta Pizza, like I said, with the Dead by Dawn chants, the fucking the eyeball. Like it, it was just way too much with this. I mean while this movie is better than Scream 6 and better than Halloween Ends, that's not really saying much. That's like saying the uh, the hot chick with the club foot with her grenade friends is like the cutest one that you're going to take home at the end of the night. But this is the Halloween <laughs> Ends of the Evil Dead franchise. This is the Scream 6 of the Evil Dead franchise. This is my, my oh, opinion. Wow. I, I mean, if this all ultimately leads to this, you know, mashup where it's Ash and, and Mia and I guess Beth... Um, I'd be okay with that as long as Kelly and Pablo are along for the ride for this <laughs> too, because I, I love them. Um, I mean, in my opinion, I mean, if they were so gung ho about continuing this franchise, they could have just done the sequel, picked up where Mia's story left off, or maybe actually have it where it's Kelly and Pablo get their own film. I would have been totally okay with that. That was the question somebody asked Bruce. Yeah. yeah like that, that should have been it. Like, I'm sure, I mean, I mean, I, not for nothing. What the fuck are Dana and Ray doing besides the next convention next weekend in fucking Toledo or whatever the <laughs> fuck, you know? But and that's not a knock on them. It's just, I mean, why didn't they think to just call them to kind of jump in or even like give them a cameo at something? An after credit scene with them probably would have saved the entire fucking movie for me, honestly. Um, I just, I don't know. I was so disappointed. I, I was so glad I didn't buy any T-shirts for this. I. You know, I, I I considered it when Fred Rags put them out. I did too, and like you know, we love Ben. Ben Ben's a good friend we of the do show. We love Ben, and you know they they do put out the best T-shirts, but I I can't even like even if when they go to ten dollars, if there's some left, like I wouldn't even buy it. That's how much I didn't like this film. 
I fell into that trap with Halloween ends. I'm not, I didn't, I'm glad I didn't fall into it with this one with, with the t-shirt. Um, again, I, I still stand by my other statement earlier, Terrifier 2 and Psycho Gorman are the best horror movies I've seen in the past five, six years. There really hasn't been too, too much that came out recently that really like maybe Cabin in the Woods. I don't know. Cause even then that's like kind of pushing it compared to, to those two, at least like those two were strictly like, well, I mean, but fuck Joss Whedon. Right at the end of it, literally said "Cabin in the Woods" and the look on Candy's face. (laughs) I fucking hate Cabin in the Woods almost as much as I hate Freddy versus Jason. Like you would like, like can't like. Good thing this is gonna be on video and people see this shit because they look like they look like somebody just ripped ass and cut a rat right in front of fucking Candy right now. (laughs) Like like, she just did. But my George Romero glasses keep getting in the way because I always do my eyebrows. Whatever aside, this this was not a good movie. I'm, I mean, I'm glad you all enjoyed it. You did nothing to sway me. I'm sorry. I have to see it again because Amber didn't see it, so we're going to have to watch it when it comes on HBO Max or Max, whatever the fuck it's going to be called now. They should have stuck to the guns and just released it on the streaming app instead, I think. But, you know, this honestly, like, because of how bad this was done and because, like, the, the recent trend with, between Megan, this, Scream 6, Halloween Ends, I'm actually a little nervous about fucking Toxic Avenger. The remake when that comes oh. out. Well, I'm nervous. My I'm nervous about the the Exorcist too. I'm glad I'm well, so listen, nervous. About Exorcist. That. I, I'm not a fan of that brand. I like. I can care less. I'm probably not. I'm probably going to skip that one altogether. But Blumhouse after, is after, making me hate Blumhouse. But after after see 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 Sean, this is all uh-huh. you hiring David Gordon Green to do movies mm-hmm. and shit. David Gordon yeah. Green can suck my fucking dick. Well, after what he did to Halloween, I yeah, I have zero interest in ever watching an exorcist movie that that he would be doing anyway but um and then i was pissed because when he was on joe bobby picked the piece of shit movie i'm like i'm gonna punch your fucking face <laughs> oh my god sean man i'm sean, always threatening man. to fight you people just, you just can't win, sean. <laughs> they did just um release like a there's like a write-up on the scene that they just showed at some convention from the exorcist which they're calling the exorcist believer, Be- believer which I hate, yeah which it's... i hate that name um, but I mean, if it's good, they can call it electric boogaloo. I don't give a shit. But, like, <laughs> but, um, but apparently, like the way that the scene is described, it's Ellen Bernstein's like return scene, yeah. and everyone was like, "Yo, it's really fucking good," and it feels <laughs> like an Exorcist film. But with that team, I feel like just do one and shut up right. because I thought the They're Halloween doing three. Yeah, I know, and that that, that <laughs> bums me out. Yeah, Halloween twenty eighteen was good enough. But then the other two sucked, and I'm a feeling yeah. that they're going to do like a good Exorcist movie, and then they're going to do two shitty yeah. ones. We've already I, got a uh, shitty I, I, Exorcist movie. We don't need any more. That's true. You have two of them, technically. Oh, I like the third <laughs> one. <laughs> I no, love no, no. There's, 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 like, there's weirdo fucking prequels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. sucks, but I don't know. But I'll, but I'll end it with this. Um, thankfully, Warner Brothers is going to save face at least for me come June. <laughs> With with a with a much better movie that's not a horror flick that that they could fucking kill, which is the Flash. Which I don't know if you guys saw the new trailer, but I mean, Michael I have yeah. some mixed feelings about yeah. that, and I can't go but, into that because you know how I get. Uh, on. Aside aside from that person, uh, aside from that person. Oh, the star. The, yeah, but <laughs> but but the but the sh- I mean, realistically, <laughs> listen, if listen, if we're being honest, <laughs> it's not really a Flash movie. That that that's a Batman movie. No, it's not be because the 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 OG is back. That, that's all I'm gonna say. Might as well, might yeah, as well we put Bill Cosby in the fucking movie too. Okay, why don't we throw him in there? Look at what Jonathan Majors is fucking up right now. Okay, I can't. I can't. But anyway, my my score is gonna be three out of ten. Uh, Milfy 
Ellie's because she just got hotter as the movie went on, and that. That's Thank, you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, you guys ignore some Return of the Living Dead three shit with her for yeah. real. No, I mean honestly, I, I thought she was bad as fuck before she became a deadite. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, she's hot, but. As a deadite, I don't know. Maybe that's not my thing. Maybe that's just not my I thing. I mean, there were there were also some very QT shots in this with her running around barefoot that we we noticed too. In the that's theater. it. That's it, like, Nico. We're doing some deadite fanfic. That's I'm. We were like we were like did uh, we were like we were like did 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 Quentin jump in in this film at some point? And... I'm, I'm I'm open for modeling. <laughs> she does have nice I'm just, feet. I'm just saying we just we we just happened to notice that there was a lot in this, and we were like, yo, did Quentin guest direct some of this fucking movie? <laughs> no, because no, no. Actually, what's even funnier, real, real quick, before I so they. The, the fucking trailer pack attached to this. The last two trailers they showed, so the Flash was one of them. And the final trailer, believe it or not, was fucking Barbie. <laughs> I'm excited for Barbie. No, no, I know because but, you know, but it's but it's Warner Brothers because it's all part of it. But but Barbie was the fucking final trailer before. Well, you see in my TikTok that I have a doll and a plushy collection, and I collect Barbies. And I'm I've oh no, like- and I and I have a feeling that it's, it's going to be like like the Lego Movie was. Oh God, Lego Movie was great. It was, but. It's just funny that Barbie was like the final trailer before. So you, you got wants to see fucking Barbie, right? But I'm just saying, but like you have like this chipper, up, up, you know, like upbeat, pink, fluffy, light, happy, go lucky, and then you That's go Evil Dead Rise. Like that <laughs> perfect combo because I love everything cute and pretty and pink, and then I love poor. So it's like the perfect combo for me. One two punch. Yeah. And if. You know the irony in this whole thing too. I'm not even gonna cut you off. I'm like I'm for once, like I'm like you, Candy, and you, Erica, right now. Where I'm like the Simon in this panel right now when it came to this movie, <laughs> because I'm always the one that's always like, oh, I love this, I love that, and this one it just it just didn't it didn't tickle me at the fucking top of my my well, movie. I think like if I we all agree to be real fucking boring. Well, no, I mean there's there's times, <laughs> but again, it, it it just didn't like you know. One of the last times we agreed my, it was a top episode, it was the thing, but we rarely ever do it. I mean, if this would have jiggled my, my fucking ball sack and maybe like tickled the top of my wheelie <laughs> a little bit more, I don't know. I would have maybe loved it. it, it yeah, listen, well, I mean, apparently, I apparently like, was, it did to Boomer. You ejaculated all over the fucking theater seats. Listen, listen. <laughs> I mean, aside, this aside from, from uh, Alyssa Sutherland, <laughs> I, was, I was falling asleep like halfway through. Like I was trying to stay awake. Like Damn. this was like this was like the longest hour and a half of my life. That was me at knock at the cabin. I kept falling asleep at the beginning. Yeah, you know, Avengers Endgame <laughs> was three hours, and I was like fucking glued to this, and and that didn't even feel like three hours. This felt like fucking four hours watching this. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm ready for the backstory of of Nico's review. It was like you know I just got off of a 16 hour shift, and my boss was yelling at me all day. It was three o'clock oh. in the morning. And I went into the theater. <laughs> We don't know Nico very well. Nico's our our, our fiery tempered <laughs> one. <laughs> besides me, we're, we're the two fiery tempered. But, but I'm also like pretty optimistic about most of the shit that we review on here. Like I'm very like positive and you've hurt my usually, feelings a couple times. So yeah, like, because like like especially <laughs> when we we like I love the Lost Boys. She fucking she like eh, yeah. about it because she says she's a vampire. Oh, I shit all over the except except I will say except except right, except when we do Jalo <laughs> films because when we do Jalo films, Nico mysteriously doesn't even show up. Nico's so. never there, and I love Jalo <laughs> yeah, films. I, I've slipped honestly, I'm not I'm not really line. a big like Italian horror. Last last week on Joe Bob, a full G double feature. I, I fucking oh, yeah. okay. I honestly Audience. like I 
fucking tuned out. I just because I had to get up early anyway, but I I tuned out. I was like, fuck no, it. it's I, fair. I, like I, nobody's I, required to be here, but oh no no no. But I I love like <laughs> you know just discussing these movies with you guys because it's a lot of fun and you know. But I but I know Joel is not your thing. It's my thing, and we all have our things, and that's that's what we Fulci's do. my thing. That's a good. Fulci's well, definitely is Italian horror. He doesn't do too many giallo. Although I, I did love that um that Dan Housen was one of the guests last week on the, <laughs> yeah. on the last drive. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I watch I watch tomorrow. I watch wrestling. I watch AEW, so like I know I know who he is. I know you know. So I, I thought it was kind of cool that was that he like he, full he was he full in character oh, yeah. or did yeah, he, yeah, he was yeah. he was full on. You didn't watch it? Like like even his talk because I've met him at yeah. conventions. Yeah, and when he when he's at conventions, he'll wear the makeup, but he like. Talks to you like oh, a no, person. He was no, he full was character. he was in character. Oh, no, he, he was, was full character. That's he was he was yeah talking like you know <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you know, like Darcy was totally because she's such a big wrestling yeah. fan. Yeah. And she was like, Ooh. yo, to- total side note too. Like fucking Danhausen's wife is fucking bad as shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know, l- I don't l- know l- how l- the l- fuck l- he bagged her. Hey, a funny guy oh, can good. laugh me right into bed. It happened. Or funny girl, for that matter. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I was gonna say he's, he's, either got a, he's either got a huge wallet or a huge rent, but you know, <laughs> no, it, it, funny guys. I'm telling you, funny guys. I'm, it's a thing. You I mean, can be how, funny how, how and not be like. I got it. As long as you're funny, you can get. I got a, a pretty. I got a pretty big joke book. <laughs> I mean, uh, how, how do you, how do you... you're, you're not as funny as you think. I you know. Are. <laughs> That was and I'm joke, definitely though. not as funny as I think I am. So whatever. <laughs> On that note, um, let's go ahead and do plugs. I'll do mine real quick. Um, this is the house that screams. If you'd like to find us again, because you found us this time, um, you can find us again. Um, we have a link tree. It is under my name because I do all, all of our socials, but it's link tree slash candy, the final girl. Um, best way to reach us is on Twitter at house underscore screams. That's me um, running all that. And I do respond to everyone. Uh, about anything um i frequently give advice which is interesting why anybody would want fucking and it, advice and it's, from me. and it's good no i 100 really? yeah thank i mean you. how many times have i come to you for stuff thank you bro thank you bro i love you yeah um i try now my own life is fucking a mess but like other people i can help you with your shit um but also on instagram candy the final girl um, we are starting our Patreon. You will only see our videos on Patreon. We've been recording on video for three years and we were like, yeah, fuck it, why not? Let's finally put that shit out there. So we're going to do that with me and these fucking George Romero glasses. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and, and I just wanted to thank everybody for being here tonight. Um, and, uh, I'll let somebody else plug themselves. I'm with four eyes. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, is is I is I is that your new uh, Twitter handle? I'm with four eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now Nico Nico pointing out to me that these are some George Romero glasses, which they, I, yeah. I, I think was a subconscious thing for me. Now I now I fucking feel yeah. cool. Good. Good, you should. Yeah. You look George is my. Dude. You look great in them. I I gotta wear them all the time too, and I'm fucking totally fine with that. I didn't it's know I totally had a scar cool. in my eye. I wanted to get get like vanity contacts, mm. but. I, I, I can't get contacts now. either. I'm okay with yeah. wearing Can I be glasses. as cool as George Romero She'll now? get, she'll get yeah. used to them. It just takes... I remember when I first got glasses, it took me a couple I'm of days. I'm already used to it. I feel like I look weird now. You do. <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> now I can. Anyway. Um, bugs. Bugs, bugs. Uh, I guess I'll go because I'm an easy one. I'm a menace on the internet. You can find me at Ren XXX. Um, I'm a monthly contributor to the Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks podcast. 
Um, Tim Mills is the the brains behind that operation. He uh, interviews uh, people from the metal punk community. Uh, sometimes he has directors. He had Rob Jabaz and Chris McKay on there recently. Um, but every month uh, at the end of the month, we get together. There's four of us and we have a roundtable discussion. We just dropped a best or top five of A24 uh, roundtable discussion. So you can find that. Uh, inter- uh, Twitter is horror underscore guitar. Uh, Instagram is horror flicks and guitar picks pod. And then I think Facebook is just the horror flicks and guitar picks podcast. And, and I want to thank like you a- for getting me into that. Oh, awesome. I'm glad I'm you're checking it out. Yeah. yeah. All right, Boomer, where can we find you? I was about to say, I guess I can go because you guys know I enjoy plugging myself. So, (laughs) well, (laughs) I mean, you saw the movie four times. Let's get that OnlyFans link. (laughs) (laughs) So, you can find us, Podcast in the Woods, on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, You can also find us on Instagram or Twitter at Woods Podcast One. If you just Google, podcast in the woods all of our socials will pop up so that may be the easiest way so we are the most famous podcast in the woods in the world so there you go uh and let me just say that this was so much fun i enjoyed being here as i always do it's such an honor to be with you guys uh despite and regardless of any disagreements we have (laughs) even nico i love you guys so much uh and thank you for having me Oh, we love to, to have, have you, you. <laughs> and want to have you back again anytime. You know the doors open. And, and, I, and I promise, next time it'll hopefully it's something that we'll be able to to. Agree yeah, on. we'll pick we'll pick <laughs> a movie that Nico likes next time. I'll, I'll pick a Zolo, <laughs> and then nobody will agree with me, and, and Eric will probably. <laughs> it'll be like the opening of uh, Joe Bob Robert the Crickets when you're waiting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and little Ernie. Erica. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at my horrific life. Not that I um, use that account all that often, but I am there sometimes. Um, I just hate social media lately. Um, and uh, also, please check out uh, finalgirlcosmetics.makeup. Yes, please. All right. And um, I'm going to do something a little different with the plug. I'm going to actually start plugging our films, social media. Yes. Oh, so cool. You can find on Instagram, Sticks and Stones Movie. On Twitter, it's SAS Movie, the number one. There is a Facebook page, so Sticks and Stones Movie. And I think we decided we're going to be doing a TikTok soon. Yes. But it's going to be for the individual characters. So that's going to be something a little different. That that's going to be so, this, so. Awesome. I love um, it. We actually are going to be filming. We were going to film a, a teaser trailer. I know Candy and I talked about it, but we decided instead that we're actually going to do like what we, what is it like, like a sizzle reel where we're going to shoot like an actual, just a little quick, like little five minute scene with the, the two actresses that we cast as the the two leads for the film. So we're hoping to get that up and running within the next like couple of weeks. I'm going to be doing rehearsals with them um, over the next few weeks with this. And then we're going to just shoot it, get it up and then um, start launching the Indiegogo campaign right after to try to get, everything set up for this because we we want to be i mean we're probably not gonna be shooting by this year but at least we can try to raise the money this year this way we can get ready because our makeup effects team needs at least a couple of months to get all of like the the casting and molds and plasters done and if we have to build any sets we have like the time for that as well plus we still have to clear some locations which yes we already know this the school is going to be a doozy to try to get that we need so 
but yeah, you can follow us. On, and if you really want to, I'll be on Twitter. Just El Jefe Del Horror. The boss. The boss. <laughs> that, that's it for me. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, everyone. Yeah, tonight. Thanks, this guys. was really fun. And you changed my mind. And I love when I love when my mind can be changed. Uh, sometimes it's, it's for bad, but mostly it's for good. And it raised my score. Um, the positivity you brought and, um, you know, the insights. And that's that's the beautiful part. And just being with friends. So I love you all. And hey, sis, before we go, what's what's coming up next? Um, we are going to be doing on May the 4th, we're going to be talking, um, finally, because we've already done episodes, uh, four, five, and six of Star Wars. We will be doing episodes one, two, and three on May the 4th. Misa can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. May may the force be with you on that one. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually kind of need the force to be with me for seven, eight, nine. Why? You'll find out, honey. Okay. I mean, oh, you'll find out. You know, you tonight—that's going to be me on that. Yeah. Okay, which is fair because again, I one hundred percent very fair. I one hundred percent see people's points when it comes to you know, but it's still Darth Fallout Boy. Star Wars. So that'll come. Wait, you talking about my my, my homeboy over there, Mister Mister Darth Emo? (laughs) Fucking <laughs> my, my, my homie right here yeah <laughs> man this is the greatest fucking character in the that's that's the intro right there that's it <laughs> just, just, for, for, when we, for when we do the sequel trilogy he's he's my my favorite character in the entire yeah no. and i have my, my reasons and i'll i can't wait off. to hear this can you see my soul leaving my body or is it just i'm just <laughs> i'm 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 just i'm just choosing to to say that you're you're um supporting me and you're like you're like cool cool bro <laughs> all right everybody have a good night all right good night yeah, guys. Cool.